0: Julie. Hi, Christine. How are you?
1: We don't live in the same location. And so we, we lost were, um, like
0: an hour and a half of time.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're hearing the sound of a microphone, it's because, or if I sound like I'm in a great big kitchen with vaulted ceilings, that makes me sound like I have a great big house. I don't. I have a small house, but I have. I was have just about to
0: ceil- say, you're going to mention your crown molding.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't have crown molding. Okay. I'm not that kind of rich. I'm not even close to that kind of rich. But anyway, what I am is, a person that has to use different streaming platforms in order to speak to my sister for this podcast because we're not in the same town and there's often glitches. So I decided to come upstairs closer to my router, which meant I had to bring up my microphone and this episode is going to be explicit because my microphone wants to act. I'm just going to be honest with Mm y'all. My microphone acts like a limp dick. Okay. It won't stay erect. It flops around. It doesn't matter how much I pull at it, push on it. <laughs>
0: that went, you that went
1: that went a direction I didn't think it would go. But, but that's,
0: that's the truth. that's the that's the truth. That's like literally like so you are you are creating the most like distinctive picture of what's happening with your microphone. People are yeah. not like, hmm, what is it? What's going on with their mic? We know it's going on with your microphone. Yep. yep. And there it's right in
1: front of my face. Okay. So <laughs> And if you know me, you know I don't like that very much. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, uh, we started uh, recording our podcast at uh, three forty, and it is which is, is now like an hour ago. F- yeah, it's now four forty seven, oh. and maybe now we can really record. I was going to share a little piece of information. I'm going to share it real quick. Yesterday, uh, after we did Closer to Fine, I um, turned on Indigo Girls in my car, shuffled all six albums that I have. First song that came on was Closer to Fine. Serendipitous, I think not. Serendipitous, yes. They know me.
0: They the do. know me, okay? They know you so well. So
1: I shuffled all of Indigo Girls on my about hour and a half drive. I had to go meet some clients, and I sang my heart out to the Indigo Girls the entire hour and a half there, and <laughs> then I sung Indigo Girls all the way home. And my throat was really sore, so I had to have some hot tea with honey. Oh, my gosh. How do singers do it? How do people that really sing do it? I don't know. Um, I also want to say, because I haven't said this in a long time, Mm -hmm. y'all need to give us um, some stars on our ratings. And y'all need to give us a good rating because I just went up and down the stairs a bunch of times, messed around with this floppy dick microphone. (laughs) I'm exhausted. Okay. I'm physically exhausted. I paid money for this microphone that's floppy. Mm -hmm. really did a lot of research we spend a lot of time
0: (laughs) okay all righty guys come on now we really do need a little bit yeah give us give us a little bit more and we'll give you guys more I mean just give us a month just give us a little start it's totally fine that's all we're asking actually I'm asking for more than that
1: because I went to the dentist today and when I didn't have objects in my mouth I said hey do you guys listen to podcasts (laughs) I did. one of them said, yeah, I do. I listen to them when I run. And I said, well, I've got well, one. Well, what I did they mean one. by that? And she lied right Wait. to my mouth and told me she'd listen to it. Oh, she totally lied to you.
0: But was her place called Celebration Dentist? <laughs>
1: no, these people know what's up. They are not <laughs> Celebration Dentist. They know there's no party happening in there. They are called Cherry Hill
0: Dentist. Oh, how uh, sweet. Sponsor us. That is lovely. Cherry Hill Dentist should sponsor us. And I hope that she did not lie to you. And say you know, that, yeah, girl,
1: do you know what happened at the very end? I didn't even no. realize how funny this was So right now. I'm about ready to leave. You know, they cleaned my teeth, no real uh-huh. problems going on in there. Got a pretty good healthy mouth. I'm about to leave, I'm getting ready to leave, and she's like doing the last thing. I don't know what it is. And she goes, Do you do you drink red wine? And I go, Yeah, and, and a lot of coffee. Cause I thought she meant your teeth are colored. Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? And Uh she didn't say anything back. I go, yeah, and a lot of coffee. And then there was no response. And I go, I don't drink enough red wine for my teeth to be stained. And she goes, oh, no, no, I didn't mean that. I have a bottle of wine for you here for when you leave.
0: What? What'd you say? What? Oh, wait, what? She gave you a bottled wine? Like, just like a customer service?
1: They gave me a t-shirt, too. (laughs) It was my first (laughs) visit to Cherry Hill. And do you know what makes me love them all the more? What? The T-shirt they gave me was a size small. Oh, they are.
0: They know what's up.
1: You know, they looked at me. Somebody Mm -hmm. looked at me and had Mm -hmm. to make that decision.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: They were wrong. (laughs) Okay. Although I have lost seven pounds since I took my gallbladder. But um, they gave me a small T-shirt and a bottle of wine and a
0: toothbrush. Oh, my God. thats You know, whenever we go to the dentist, Zaylin always, when it's for my daughter, the brazilian she gets so excited because they give her like a little like grab bag she gets to pick out stuff but there's never anything for us except except just a toothbrush and a thing of floss which is fine well i'll take it i know these but people are giving they away a, a whole new level shoot they're probably giving kids like college funds shoot yeah well if you
1: want to transfer they're located in jefferson city columbia and fulton mm-hmm. cherry I hill dentist <laughs> see i'm i am i am plugging People. I am I am placing ads for other people for free. Right. We're going above and beyond here, people.
0: Yeah. Where's our like yeah, where's the love? Where's the okay, love? Okay, so I
1: don't have a today years old, except for that at my dentist, you get wine.
0: I don't have a today years old, but I do have a today was a good day in the music for the music world. Night the 1975 friends, they since our last episode i kind of mentioned that they kind of they go radio silent right before something happens and they've been silent for a while right. like they delete their instagram their their web page goes to like black like they literally just like go off the grid i have right. notifications on for whenever they post something so mm-hmm. i was at work and i had my podcast going and i get a notification it says the 1975 has posted has made a post and i was like and then I got another one, like each member of the band, so-and-so got it posted, posted, posted. I was like, oh my God, they're they're back. So that's very exciting. Does that mean that they might tour soon or put out an album soon? Do they do that I next? I think it's, yes, album is next and hopefully tour. And if that's the case, you're coming with me. Oh, I can't wait.
1: I know. I've never seen
0: them. They're just They're just magic. I just love them. So yeah, good day for the music industry. Can't wait to see what they're going to, you know. Give us.
1: Hooray. Hooray. This is a podcast where we talk about songs. We talk about those lyrics to songs. We talk about what those lyrics might mean, what they mean to other people, what we think they mean, what they really mean, what they mean while speaking in a vaulted ceiling kitchen. For the love of God, this better sound okay. And it's your turn to have a song, and you have a song. What's your song? Okay, I do have a song. So.
0: I'm gonna kind of stick with your tr- the tr- we're gonna we're on a trajectory right. Last week you, we did a song where you were like, "I can't believe it's episode 44 and I've waited this long." Well, I can't believe it's episode 45 and I've waited this long. So I'm gonna let you guess. Okay. What do you think I'm doing?
1: Have you done a silver chair song yet?
0: Mm-mm. Is this
1: silver chair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it on the first guess. You did. You did.
0: You got it on Is- the first guess.
1: Okay. Is there a line in this song that says the water out of the tap is very hard to drink?
0: (laughs) Not in this song, but there is one in that is the the line in one of their songs. I do. I love that that
1: line for some reason. The water out of the tap is very yeah Mm -hmm. hot Hot to to drink. drink. (laughs) Don't leave them hanging. Okay. So it is a silver chair song, but it is not that song. What Mm -hmm. song?
0: We are going to do Anna's song.
1: So okay.
0: we're going to have to, we're going to, um, I'm okay. There's a couple things mm-hmm. you're going to look up the lyrics, but just do not look at any Google image or Google, like Wikipedia, nothing. Just go to the lyrics alone because I don't want you to know anything else. Just look at the lyrics.
1: Okay. I'm doing this on my phone because I'm afraid if I do it on my computer, oh right, everything will turn to shit. In yes. the internet
0: world. And then we'll be glitchy and then it'll okay. just be a show. Okay, I have the
1: song up. And what's interesting
0: is that Anna is spelt with one N. It is one N, yes. Mm-hmm. And you okay. will understand why shortly. Okay, so let's let's dive in. Side note, how easy was this one to prep for? I had to do very little research because I already knew it all. Oh, okay, which is fun. I mean, yeah. I know, right? I kind of did there. I wanted to make it easy. I wanted to go easy on me. Okay, here we go. Anna's song by Silverchair. Please die, Anna, for as long as you're here, we're not. You make the sound of laughter and sharpened, excuse me, sharpened nails seem softer. And I need you now somehow. Open fire on the needs designed on my knees for you. Open fire on my knees desires what I need from you. Imagine pageant. In my head, the flesh seems thicker. Sandpaper tears corrode the film and i need you now somehow open fire on the needs designed on my knees for you open fire on my knees desires what i need from you and you're my obsession i love you to the bones an anorexia life like an anorexia life open fire on the needs designed on my knees for you open fire on my knees desires what i need from you open fire on my needs designed Oh, an open fire on the needs designed on my knees for you. Mm. Mm-mm. For, at first glance, what do you, um, what do you think the song, like, what are your, what do you think the song's about?
1: My very <laughs> first impulsive response is that this is about drugs. Okay. Addiction. okay.
0: Addiction. Addiction or drugs. Okay.
1: Where did I get that? You make the sound of laughter and sharpened nails seem softer. Anna wrecks your life like an anorexia life. I think that's what made me think it was drugs. Okay.
0: Okay. That's my, that's just my off the cuff tip. I love it. Okay. Okay. So you're wrong. Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. But I will, it's funny that you pointed out that last line, but that last line, read it again. And the
1: one, the one about Anna wrecking your life. Mm -hmm. You're my obsession. I love you to the bones and Anna wrecks your life like an anorexia life. I mean, is it more direct? Is it about an eating disorder? Mhm. Okay. So he's they're being very direct. You know, I was mm-hmm. sort of thinking that it was a metaphor that it wasn't
0: so like direct, but mm-hmm. this is about an eating disorder. So Anna is anorexia. Anna, Anna
1: duh, it's a shortened
0: mm-hmm. an- and that's why there's only one what? n.
1: Yeah anorexia song yes so
0: um wow i'm just kind of taking that in take it in when you when you grasp that when you get get that in and then you go back and read you're like okay i totally Um, get it yeah you know imagine pageant in my head the flesh seems thicker sandpaper tears corrode the film Explain that a little more. I'm a little confused by that. Okay. So the sandpaper tears corrode the film. That's we'll have, to, maybe we can dissect that together. Cause I don't really know what that exact line means, but imagine a pageant in my head, the flesh seems thicker. So when people suffer from um, eating disorders, there's something also in addition it's called body dysmorphia. So in their head, what they see is a dis is like disproportioned body. It's not what is really there. Um, whether they see it as very, very thin or very, very large or just ugly. It's body dysmorphia. So you in your head, you're imagining that the flesh is thicker. And sandpaper okay. tears corrode the film. I'm not exactly sure what that part means, actually.
1: Well, if you're talking about a pageant, like a beauty pageant, mm-hmm. the person feels thicker or larger than they are because they have body dysmorphia.
0: They're getting mm-hmm.
1: a picture taken, which would explain the film. Oh, right. Okay. I don't know what sandpaper tears. Is there something about
0: photography that involves sandpaper? I I'm, Oh, man. maybe. I, I didn't even think of the film. Yeah, like with the photos. You're right. When you're in a pageant, you're having your photo taken.
1: Or could sandpaper tears be something? Maybe it's tears. Oh, <laughs> you know
0: how many times I've listened to this song? Let me imagine. Cause tears and tears imagine are. Tears. Tears. It is tears. Imagine tears. Corro- yeah. Sandpaper. Okay. tears. I think it is tears. It's going to take a second. Cause I, I, I think so. Sandpaper tears.
1: You think it's tears. Okay. So you're getting your picture taken. At, you're doubting yourself. <laughs> you're
0: doubting. <laughs> I'm yourself. only dying myself. Cause like. I I have to take a moment to like sing it in my head or put it on. Okay, you know what I think we should do. Maybe we could. Pull well, that part out. of the song, I never understood what he said until literally now. <laughs>
1: says,
0: you know, <laughs> Damn, Australians!
1: Do we think it's tears? Because the accent uh-huh. is
0: still, it wasn't super clear to
1: me. You heard? Yeah, tears. it's really
0: hard to tell. It's it, like tears. It his yeah he's his his accent is thick so so i think now's a good time to kind of talk a little bit about the band and then a little bit and then we can kind of dive into a little bit more of the song yeah okay wonderful perfect fantastic well can we
1: can we hold on just for a moment yes i googled sandpaper in photography and i got sandpaper stock photos Downloads, Sand download sandpaper images and photos.
0: That's basically like pictures of sandpaper. Okay, carry on. Okay. okay, okay. That really
1: was photos of sandpaper. That's fucking weird, man. Who needs that? That's-
0: okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Silverchair. So they were they, Silverchair formed in 1992. They were high school friends. Daniel Johns is the vocalist and the guitarist. Chris Juano is the bass player. And Ben Gillies is the drummer. Three guys... They were teenagers when they formed. And it wasn't until uh like 97, 96, actually it was 96 when their first album, Frog Stomp, came out. And so Frog Stomp there was where they had the first single tomorrow. I'm sorry, can I repeat? Is
1: it Frog Stomp?
0: Yes. Yeah. Like okay. Stomp. I can on see the
1: I can see the album cover with the frog on it. I didn't know the it was Stomp. It. Okay. Did mm-hmm. I say Frog? Yeah, yeah, Frog Stomp. Am I? Do I have <laughs> like a brain tumor for real? Like, it's not a tumor.
0: As soon as I say something, I think I said the wrong word. Okay. That doesn't Go ahead. Frog Stomp. Frog Stomp was their first album. Go ahead. And they did massive touring, massive promoting of it. They were an instant success because there were these three, you know, teenagers. They were sixteen years old when it came out. I was as well, sixteen years old in nineteen ninety six. And they had this like persona of, you know, these three surfer boys from Australia playing rock music. And Mm. instantly people compared them to like the baby Nirvana. They called them Nirvana in pajamas because at the time there was that Australian children's show called Bananas in Pajamas. So they quickly were people called them Nirvana in pajamas, which is funny. Cute. Yeah. I jumped on their wagon real quick. I was a huge fan and um, obsessed is what I was. I think it's a good way to describe it. Yeah. I recall that. I recall yeah. that. I saw them in concert quite a few times, but the first time I saw them in concert was on Valentine's day of 97. I believe it was, I should know that, but anyway, and I met them. It was really quick. Daniel Johns was like, hi and goodbye, but Ben was more in like engaging, got photos, whatever. I've met them quite a few times. Anyway, after Silver, uh, frog stomp, they did an album called freak show and then they did um, Emotion Sickness. So this, is, this song is on that album. Wait, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you met them, was it, were they like, the only
1: time I've ever met a band after a show is like twice when the band mm-hmm. said, hey,
0: after the show, we'll be out in the lobby if you mm-hmm. want to talk. Did they do that? No. No. Side note, I did get the I, I said Emotion Sickness. That's the name of the song. The album's Neon Ballroom. I don't know what I was thinking. No. So at the time, I was friends with one of the I was friends with a guy that had did, ran a fan page. So This is back before social media. This is back before, like, you know, Twitter, all those things. So fans would do their own website for a band. And when they were like nobodies, my, this guy, we knew Pete. He started this website called Chair Page. And it was huge. And so he he had this connection with the band and we 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 somehow became like I met he was a friend of ours.
1: Okay, gotcha. So
0: afterwards we hung out and everyone cleared out. But we were kind of like part of the people because we were still there. And then they kind of came out like on their way to the, the tour bus and we got to hang out and say hi. Ooh, Cool. And then other times it was the same reason or they were doing like an autograph signing. Where I we like you know before or after a show, but most of the times that we I met the times I met them was because of Pete being part of the chair page, so we were kind of mm. like one of the people. Yeah, but um, they this is a huge factor in the Silver Chair, the rise and fall of Silver Chair. Daniel Johns is the vocalist. He did not take the fame very well. He was not good with it. He struggled from serious anxiety, debilitating stage fright to the point where he couldn't go on anymore they'd record so their albums they did frog Stomp, and then they did freak show in nineteen. so frog Stomp was 95 and then they did freak show in 97 and then neon ballroom in 99 diorama and then young modern so how many one two three four that's five wow <laughs> Sorry. So they only they did five seven. albums yeah wow. okay
1: but really um, quick,
0: like every other year, they, they were bad. Exactly, they were very, very quick. And by the time that um, they were kind of wrapping up Young Modern, it was almost like Daniel was like, I can't. He felt the pressure because he was the lead singer, the main songwriter. He felt the pressure, like I, if I don't put out a song, these people are gonna be pissed at me because they got to pay their bills. They got to, and he he just couldn't handle it. He was it was too stressful, and he, he now. Has come out publicly about his anxiety and about things that he struggles with, but so in the first album, Frogstop was very like you know rock and roll. Of course, the songs had meaning, but there he wasn't as vulnerable. Daniel just like wrote about stuff. So he wrote about being a kid, you know. So when Neon Ballroom, when he wrote for Neon Ballroom, he he opened up the door to be vulnerable, and he struggled with an eating disorder, anorexia. Okay. very it's not very common for men to have anorexia but it's surprised it actually is common like not many people know about it but it does happen his anorexia was he felt so out of control and the only thing that he could control was was his food consumption sure his yeah. life was completely out of control so he that's what he turned to was food he wrote anna's song and it was second so it wasn't the first single off the album but it was a huge hit and the video was really cool he's like pushing himself in a wheelchair and oh. then it cuts to this girl and she's like washing her hands and she's washing she just keeps washing her hands and then it like she starts washing her hands to the point where her hands turn bloody and then there's like scenes of them performing but he's always like in this wheelchair and he is frail you can just really? see really he's tiny he like got down to like 110 pounds he just stopped eating and then when he would eat he would can, like obsess over it so let's dive into, that's kind of a little background about the band. There were just some teenage boys and you know, from Australia. What's so interesting about that is
1: there's so many teenage boys right now, like putting their stuff up on the interweb somewhere, <laughs> trying to get discovered, wanting to be famous. Mm-hmm. Teenage boys, adults. Like it's, the, it's all they ever want. And this, this young man gets it, mm-hmm. but his mental illness trumps it. Like, it's just a really, mm-hmm. it's a really good example of the fact that a mental health condition is a medical issue. Right.
0: Right. And something you can, we, yeah.
1: something we control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, when you see, you know, we can think of um, actors, musicians who have struggled with mental illness or even committed suicide. And it, it kind of feels like our first knee-jerk responses, but you had everything. Right. You were famous. Everybody wanted to be famous and you had it. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good example. I mean, this guy put out all these albums. He's touring all over the place. It's all he probably ever dreamed of when he was first starting to learn how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And that is not what determines you know, mental health. So good on him that he yeah. got vulnerable and sang about it. Hopefully
0: he helped some people by doing that. Absolutely. He he held out as long as he could. Yeah, like you said, like, wow, I didn't realize they had five albums because he was struggling after Freak Show came out, their second album. I could tell. We all could tell. We always just thought he was just really shy and quiet. And we would, I, I mean, when we'd go to their shows, we'd just, like, be fans. You know, we were loving it. And we, when we'd do the autograph signings and when we would meet him, he was just like, hi. Like, he just – and a part of me looks back on it and he, seeing his vulnerability now that he's come out about it, like, gosh, I feel like I – contributed to it because I was so obsessed with him (laughs) you know I'm like I want to say I'm sorry but really I'm not I mean I'm not sorry but I feel like there's this like weight on me that like you know I contributed to a huge part of his life that was negative but he doesn't you know he doesn't regret it but he just he really struggled with the um the stress of being in a band and writing these songs and the stage fright and the anxiety the the anorexia was his first um vulnerability like as far as like his mental health like he he was suffering from anorexia and then his mental health starts like he you know was realizing that there's more to it than this um he doesn't tour the singer oh so the band broke up the band daniel has said no more silver Shore. we will never record again we will never play again it will never happen wow and it's not because he doesn't like his friend i mean they're they there's no bad blood. So he's, so they say it's none of that. He just, if he's going to do anything, he's going to do like these small little side projects, which he's done quite a few. He's done a couple of like side projects with other people, not much touring with any of it. He played Coachella a few years ago, but his stage fright is like debilitating. He goes into shakes and he can't control it. He also had really bad. um, He was diagnosed with a really bad form of arthritis. Hmm. And um that was really debilitating for him too fun fact he was married to natalie ambrulia never knew that mm-hmm. haven't
1: heard that name in a long time
0: yep yep
1: she was torn so
0: she was what torn that was her song torn oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 nothing's right i'm torn that one is one that's played I mean, at
0: the grocery store and in the elevator quite a lot it i is always hear it at the grocery store contemporary Contemporary.
1: So has he done some producing or other stuff where he can be behind the scenes?
0: Yes. He did something he was a part of uh there there was something called I believe it was called Love Bugs. It was a I believe Netflix cartoon and it was it was like cartoons and they it was in the tune of Beatles songs. So each episode was about these bugs and there it was like it kind of surrounded a Beatles, a Beatles song. Oh okay. He's, so he's done some producing. He did a lot. of He's done some producing on his own. He, he produces pretty much most of the stuff that he does. He's always writing music. He does have some new music coming out. I don't think it's out yet, but he's doing a ton of promotion on it. He um in the midst of he recently did a podcast called Who Is Daniel Johns, and it kind of like opened up like this like can of worms for him, and he realized that you know I I need to be more in touch with my fans. I need to do more with my music and not be such a recluse. I need to and it kind of cracked his shell a little bit. And that's when he started recording for this new album. But he was in an incident where he had a drunk driving incident. And he checked himself into a, a, a center. And he's been, he has a team that does all of his postings for him. But it's not been him. And he hasn't said really if he's out of this um, rehabilitation center. So he, He's a huge advocate for taking care of your mental health. That's the one thing that I will say is he will, he's, he's pretty private. But if he comes forward about his mental health he is a huge proprietor of getting help and being open about it. Now, now that he's kind of like cracked his shell. He will, he's, he can talk about it. And he's said many times, like, I, I didn't want to go on. I did not want to do my music. Um, wow. He is, he is a very big inspiration. And I think that I kind of wish that he was in his cusp, like now for the art, for our generation, I kind of wish that like, they knew who he was i mean australia knows who he is but like if, if our teenagers really knew his story and knew who he was they would they would stick to him like glue so i'm hoping that his new album maybe will spark it because i think he could be a really good spokesperson for our youth because he's a guy yeah. and he comes forward about having anorexia and he's a rock star saying that he doesn't like being a rock star he, when he performs, yeah. he has to like have, he usually, lately he puts on makeup or he puts on like a, like a costume kind of thing. He doesn't want to, he feels like he can't be himself and he's, but he's open about it. He's like, this is who I am. This is what so, I struggle with. So my guess is there's not a lot of interviews with him. Not right. When they were teenagers, because they were teenagers and someone else was making most of their decisions for them, they, I mean, interview, I have a Rubbermaid as size, like Huge, full of recorded interviews and live performances. And I think that's partially why he he fell so hard because they were so young and they had a manager making their decisions for them in the record label. And they couldn't really say yes or no. So they were shoved into this limelight doing every interview, every performance, every appearance everywhere. And then I think when he started to become an adult, he realized holy shit, I don't like this. And he, he, he couldn't do it. So interviews of him now are very rare. There is one interview that I'll link in the show notes that he did for an Australian station, um, like TV show or something. It's like a full, and he gets vulnerable. Like he, he bears it all out. He had a little incident where he um, was photographed outside of a club, quote unquote, and it was released like to the tabloids and it, it kind of was detrimental to his reputation because they said that he was leaving a whorehouse and a like a burlesque place, like a whorehouse. And they were saying that he was like hiring prostitutes and he huh. sued. It was like a Australian tabloid magazine. He sued them. And just recently, probably like a year ago, it came, they, they ruled that they fabricated that story that it did, that wasn't true and he finally
1: got like geez it must have been hard for him to even file that lawsuit because it put him in i mean the tabloid put him in the public eye then he mm. kept himself in the public eye in fact, I think we know a famous person that recently has done the same thing.
0: Exactly. Yes. And today there was some sort of um, final answer on that, wasn't there? Yes. Was there um, was a final
1: answer on that. There
0: was a final answer. It's
1: my understanding that the final answer was that a person by the name of Johnny Depp
0: yes. won,
1: in essence. Yes.
0: In the, essence. The lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's correct. So. Yes. What we have here in that story, you have a magazine putting out something about, what is his full name again? Daniel Johns. About Daniel Johns, which, first of all, let's back up a bit and say that in the year 2022, we have a whole new respect for sex workers right? and for the tabloid. I know that you were using the term, quote, whorehouse or whatever, because that's what they used. Yes. Um, We should be past that, Australia. Right. We should be. The fact that it took so
0: long for them to come up and be like, "Oh, we're shaming somebody for something that we shouldn't really be shaming them for," and I think that was also why he was doing it. He was like, "Even if I was doing that, like, why is that a big like? What just because I was photographed outside of this establishment that was rumored to be, and they literally in the it was whorehouse in quotes, whorehouse. Obviously, that's not a term we would normally use. Thank you for bringing that up. But yes. Thank you. Yeah. like why and? Is that thing? like and So like, remember when like Hugh Grant got in so much trouble for like having. So, yes. I mean, the only bad part about that, it was that he cheated on his girlfriend. Like if people need to, yes, pay, to have right. pay to have sex, like why is these women? Ugh. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, I feel like there's a lot of layers there. Okay. Yes.
1: And he, I don't know if he's married is Mr. John's married.
0: He's divorced from Natalie and Brulia. Um, he's really private about that, about his, his love life. He's a, a supposedly dating a model and they've been dating for a few years. I can't remember her name. So yeah, he's not married, but he has a girlfriend at this present moment.
1: So it seems to me that if a man is visiting first, and also if it's a burlesque show, absolutely. Who gives a shit? Like where's the next burlesque show? I'm there. Yep. Um, Whatever the case, it really is shitty that that would be news, you know, that they would make that news. Yeah. And for him to file a lawsuit brought, in a way, greater attention to it. If you think about Johnny Depp, did you read the article that Amber wrote for the New York Times? I didn't. No. But she wrote an article that made Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp look bad without even using his name, I might add. Right. And so he sued her for defamation because she wrote this article. I'd be Mm -hmm. curious to know how many people in the country actually read the article. But by him filing the lawsuit, we all know about the article. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So for this young man, well, he's our age, your age now,
0: for this man
1: to file about this tabloid means he was, as a very vulnerable person, willing to put himself in the limelight for what's right and wrong, Mm -hmm. for what you should and should not publish about famous people, and about the fact that sex work is work, and this is an issue between him and his partner, or if you find yeah. it immoral it's between him and his god or whoever it's not of my business so yeah, who cares him?
0: i know exactly and i don't i don't know if he does not talk about it there's no interview that i can find where he talks about this exact issue i only know about this exact issue is because it was in the news but him yeah, so he quietly sued them but would not
1: would not speak about it good yeah. on him
0: but I wonder if, yeah, if, if, I wonder if any of his people in his corner were like, I'm really proud of you for bringing this to, to the limelight. It yeah. must have been really scary and vulnerable for you. I wonder if anybody did. I'm sure like, he's got his people and stuff. But But really hearing that point.
1: story makes me think he had every reason to be full of anxiety and crippled with fear if mm-hmm. an article was going to reach the tabloids 30 years after the height of his success. And it gets written about. Mm-hmm. Right. So, of course, the guy was freaking out when at the mm-hmm. age of 16, he was afraid he might be caught drinking a beer, having sex well, he... with someone, smoking some weed. Like, can
0: mm-hmm. you imagine? He had an incident. They were on tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they went on a joy ride, quote unquote, with the members of um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And he got in trouble because he didn't have a driver's license. A, 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 United States driver's license. And it was huge news at that time. And he was like booked. I think they were booked. And like, you know, it ended up being nothing because they were like, okay, we're not going to. Girl,
1: if I was in Panama where I don't even know where that is or how to get a driver's license (laughs) and the Red Hot Chili Peppers asked me if I wanted to go on a joyride with them and drive the car and I am age nine, 12, let's let's do do it. I am going. I am being arrested. Click. I am being booked.
0: Bring on the Red Hat Chili Peppers and a joyride, please. Exactly. He's a sick. Yeah, he yeah. did not anticipate it to become something where he would be a, arrested. He's 16 and he's on tour with the Red Hat Chili Peppers. I think it might have been later tour, but yeah, he's like, this is amazing. But then it. So I think, yeah, over That's time so he sick, realized, yeah. holy shit, all of this stuff is like I was forced and into all this. Is, that was before the internet. I mean people right. buy a paper to see what he did magazine and believe me i have the magazines i have all of them i still have them i wonder if he, i wonder what i would anyway i have all of it it was a magazine it was on, it was like in rolling stone or something i think i just want to give him a hug don't you oh i really do want to give him a hug when he in this interview that he did with the, does this all with this australian radio or station tv station he has to stop himself quite a few times you can see his emotions starting to come to the surface and his vulnerability is like really surfacing and you can just feel it and then he kind of like and he kind of does his little chuckle he like laughs it off but what Mm -hmm. he's thinking in his head is like dark sadness like you just see it it's just like he the interviewer asks him are you fragile and he's like yeah Yeah, like his voice started to quiver. He's like, I'm very fragile.
1: I am right now opening another browser in my (laughs) Dell laptop, and I am about to go to Travelocity, and I will be booking two flights to Australia. I am hiring a private detective. We are finding him. And let me I just can tell click. you exactly what,
0: yes. You can let ease. me just
1: click here and here. Let me just click and boom and click and click. Private eye, boom. We're going to find him. Click. I just bought a shirt that said, we give out free hugs. Done. <laughs>